You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Steve Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM, The Fan, along with our guys, uh, Dwight Albert, Spare Time Pro Shop. Follow him on Twitter at Dewey300. Uh, and again, if you're looking to get a ball drilled, buy a bowling ball, go check him out uh, over there at the New Berlin uh, Entertainment Center. Is that what they call it now? I call it yep. New Berlin New, Bowl. New Berlin Ale House. New Berlin Ale House is yeah. the bar restaurant, yeah. Uh, Bruce City Bowling, that's our guy, $2 Phil. Phil Bryler, catch him. He's got some streaming going on this weekend, right, for the PBA 50, Phil? Yeah, Midwest regions right here in the Milwaukee area in Sussex at Sussex Bowl. They have two qualifying squads on Saturday, 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and then the semifinals and finals on Sunday uh, starting at 9 a.m. So uh, some of the stars like Lenny Boris Jr. down in Florida with the with the PBA 50 National Tour. So uh, a couple of big names that won't be there, him, Tom Hess, that, but there's still going to be a lot of great PBA 50 players there. If you can't make the Sussex Bowl in person, it'll be on their Facebook page or the PBA Midwest regions Facebook page for the live streaming. So. Uh, yeah, get a chance Perfect. to watch and you see some great bowling. That's good stuff. Uh, NASCAR also in week uh, is in town this week in the truck series. Yeah, uh, NASCAR going. truck series uh, over at the Milwaukee Mile. We got our tickets. Oh, you're going. Oh, absolutely. The same uh, family that we go uh, to Indy uh, with uh, in t- Iowa. I totally screwed it up. We are on the top row. Yeah, I totally screwed it up. Like that Why? is that's like my favorite race to go to oh. is the truck race in the Milwaukee Mile. Yeah. And back in march or whatever when brewers tickets went on sale yeah they had this sunday fun day package for families yes so we were trying to figure out what worked with our schedule blah 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 blah. blah. so back then we bought brewers tickets for this sunday against the padres and i was like and i saw the billboard i was like oh my goodness gracious you idiot i Um, i guess that it was it's 59 dollars. you get four tickets Hot dogs, sodas, and parking for fifty nine dollars. Great price. And again, they're upper deck seats, but who cares? Yeah. I mean, you're right. in the building; the kids love it. It's a good time. I guess at least the center of the stands is completely sold out. Good. So I asked the guy that we're going with, "What about the corners?" And he goes, "No, they're just mainly going to keep it in the center stands under the sure right." Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I love that that, that yeah. truck race at the Milwaukee Mile is amazing. Yes, Phil. Well, and now uh, Go Bowling, they just re-upped. They had yep. the Go Bowling at the Glen this past weekend yep. for the NASCAR guys uh, for the top tier. Uh, they re-upped for a couple more years, so they're gonna, oh. bowling's still going to be involved. So Kyle Troop and Shannon O'Keefe were there doing promos and that type of thing. So, yeah, so bowling's involvement with with uh, with NASCAR uh, continues on after this weekend. So That's awesome. You know what? The yeah. only thing with that, though, is it said on – because we have YouTube TV at home. It said on uh, the YouTube channel, it said uh, – Bowling at the Glen, and it showed a picture of a ball going into the pin. So I thought it was a bowling tournament. So, of course, I click on it. It's a NASCAR race. Now, that would be cool or if, if they put up a, a set of, like, outdoor lanes right. and did something there. 
that would be kind of fun. Right. Yeah, they I mean, it doesn't have to be on TV, but something that could be fun for the fans that are there and stuff. Yeah, what is it called? Exhibition. Yeah, yeah, some type of exhibition <laughs> so or something. Got, but. Yeah, so they got me a clickbait. So I clicked on it, and it's a NASCAR race. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let, you know, Kyle and, Sh- Kyle and Shannon were doing demos on a lane on a couple of lanes they installed it at Watkins Glen. So yeah, tent and everything. So yeah, so they they're spreading the word out there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I love cool. it. It's a great idea to cross cross promote two oh, sports. Absolutely. All right. So big news uh, after we had recorded our podcast last week came out uh, that the PBA and Fox uh, have agreed to a new deal. Now, this is one that uh, everybody on this show has been waiting for. Yeah. We had Tom Clark on the PBA commissioner. And at that point, he said, yeah, and we're pretty much talking, but I had nothing to announce at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. We all knew this was a big deal. This is a bigger deal for the PBA probably than it obviously it is for Fox, who has the NFL and so forth. Uh, to deal with, but this was a huge deal for the PBA uh, and a big deal because they kept their over the air part of this on Big Daddy Fox, as we like to call it, right? Yeah. Fox Six local over the air uh, yeah. in Milwaukee. So, uh, part of this deal uh, is a two year media rights extension, um, which is good. So, two more years locked in. So, for the 23 24 season, 24 25 season, the contract will usher the PBA to the most broadcast windows they've ever televised in a single season on Fox. The package will consist of 30 televised programs with eight two-hour Fox windows and 22 two-hour FS1 windows. Why, why, why do we need two-hour windows? Unless this is PBA saying you have to take two hours, like we need you to fill two hours. We can't. One-hour windows are great, but it makes it more difficult for us to fill the other hour that's after you or whatever. Maybe they got forced into this from Fox of, yeah, we're good, but you got to take two-hour windows, figure it out. Maybe that's what it is. I don't like two-hour windows. I've said it before. I think it's too long. I think you're asking people too long to sit there and watch for two hours. I think an hour is a perfect time frame to get people in and out of a PBA telecast. Uh, Phil, your thoughts on this. I, I think the two-hour windows are are fine, especially when you have the five-player stepladders. Uh, you're not worried about really running over, bleeding other programming. I think that's part of Fox thing too, especially during the NASCAR coverage they have yep. or other because we've seen that before. All of a sudden, NASCAR runs long, bowling gets bumped, that type of thing. Uh, I think that helps as well. The thing I don't like is when they go back to back and it turns into four hours. Yeah, exactly. We saw that last year like on CBS, CBS Sports Network where it was nine hours of bowling on a weekend. Yes. That. I mean, I know pretty much everybody that I talked to watched it on their DVR, spread it out, watched it, that type of thing. Because it just, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. It just gets to be a little bit too much. It's like any anything you watch, you know, binging is, if you have the time for it during the pandemic, great. This isn't the pandemic anymore. Everybody's right. got lives again. Uh, so the two hour, I see the two hour <laughs> windows as long as I spread them out. I'm not a fan of the 17 player step ladder, like we saw with the US Open last right. year. Fine. You got some new guys that got some FaceTime, that type of thing. Uh, you know, as long as they can avoid that again, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the two hour with the two hour windows. We'll just have to see how they get scheduled out. Are they going to be, you know, a lot of Saturday Sunday coverages like we saw with the with the uh, USBC Masters and with the Tournament of Champions? That was okay. Uh, Players Championship four, you know, we had four shows. Uh, so for the majors, yeah, maybe we'll get a few more uh, non majors. I mean, that's all the TV was in 2023 was majors pretty much on Fox. Uh, if we can get a few regular events on there again, uh, showcase some of the cities that the PBA goes to to other professional sports ignore, like Jonesboro or Lubbock or that type of thing. Those are always pretty neat spots, and and they always had some history behind them. You know, Norm's last title, Jonesboro, Arkansas. 
Right. You know, before you retire, that type of thing. When he went back to back at age 59. So, yeah, there's been some cool history in these small towns that hopefully we can get highlighted again on Fox. That's that's my personal feeling on it. Dwight, what do you think? I, I think, first off, the two-year contract is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, for the people that are on social media, I read the negative comments all the time about the times are always all over the place. And you guys better be just happy that we got TV with bowling instead of all stream. Um, and so uh, those guys shouldn't be arguing. Set Like Phil said, set your DVR. And again, with YouTube, we set our DVR and watch it at other times. To get back to the two-hour, I, I, I would say, again, yeah, it's a little long. But, um, again, with other races and whatnot uh, overlapping the times, it just gives you that little extra window. Um, I, I'm just happy that it's back and um, looking forward to the season. Yeah, I, I agree with your with you and Phil, what you say, as far as coming off of something else, it gives you a little extra breathing room yeah, um, right. to get this thing done. So I, I, I'll i take back what I said about the two-hour window. That makes a lot more sense to me as far as why that would be. The part in here in this press release that I got sent to me, this quote, this is from Bill, uh, now I'm going to screw up his name, Wanger, W-A-N-G-E-R, EVP, uh, head of programming and scheduling at Fox Sports, quote, the PBA has been an invaluable partner to our networks and viewership and viewership was up nearly 15% for the 2023 season. We hope to continue on this path of growth for years to come. Yep. That is a big, that's a big number sizable jump at 15%. Yep. I mean, with that being said, the PBA, I think had probably had some leverage in this whole conversation as far as, Hey, we're on the rise. This is going up year over year. You know, you, you kind of want us back here. This this makes sense for you and obviously makes sense for us. And we talked about this when, when they got this deal originally, that this was going to be huge for the PBA Tour. And if viewership is up 15%, it's not up 15% because of core bowlers. It's up 15% because casual bowlers uh, and casual fans are starting to tune in more. And that's something, Phil, uh, they can continue on that path, can continue to grow this sport in a big way. I think part of it is the years that the superstars of the sport actually had as many times as you saw EJ Tackett and Jason Belmonte and Anthony Simonson, right? You know, these guys are starting to get recognized a little bit more walking through airports and that type of thing where all of a sudden, Hey, I've seen you on TV where that wasn't the case for a lot of years uh, back in the day. It's the superstar factor. A lot of players hate it because the money gets top heavy the way they have, you know, hey, these guys are bowling for 100 grand on TV, so the prize funds get top heavy for the majors, and these guys are coming through and winning. But you know what, guys, and get better. You know, make yourself the next EJ Tack at work harder. Make yourself the next Jason Belmonte. Uh, get yourself on TV more. Do what you need to do, and you know, get yourself in that in that superstar status, uh, so you get recognized more. I mean, you're gonna have more opportunities now. I think unofficial count this year, there's 23 or 24. Uh, Fox and Fox Sports shows in total once you get done with the four shows in Portland, Maine. Uh, six more opportunities to get on TV and get yourself recognized. And and hopefully, you know, maybe as bowling gets more popular, maybe we see some uh, extra sponsorship from outside areas or bowlers signing, you know, NIL deals, that type of thing with, you know, the old Dick Weber and Choice Hotels and that type of thing. And uh, you know, more bowlers get outside sponsorship from outside the industry. What did you and, think Kyle Troop and Jason Belmonte would be loaded with stuff? I think it's still the same thing bowling's fought for a lot of years, which is just the the image of the sports. Still, too many people in, in corporate America are the blue collar 
you know, it's, it's, it, it's the blue collar sport. It's the, it, they're not athletes, you know, the old line, you know, the old, old line from Kingpin where, you know, welcome to my church and look at all these great athletes. And there's guys eating pizzas and smoking cigars and crap like that. I still think on Madison Avenue, it's a tough image to get over. And I think that's one of the reasons why Bolero is trying to get that past that now. Sure. You can have fun with it. We have that end of the sport, you know, that end of recreation for that everybody. Still Come on out. To yeah, degree, yeah. But for the people that have this as a sport, Look at these guys. These are athletes now, mm-hmm. and hopefully that keeps <clears throat> registering right. with, you know, these guys get sponsored by somebody else other than a ball company or a shoe company or, on, you know, on occasion you see some some other things with, you know, Sean Rash is, is you, you know, he's he's got the closest thing to a NASCAR fire suit that, that we've seen with sponsorship. He's got Arnicare and, small, you know, Tony Stewart Racing and other, and other sponsors. I mean, I'm sure yeah. he did all of that by himself. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, he's a hustler when it comes to all that stuff. Getting all getting all that sponsorship. He's out there busting tail himself. I don't I I'm I've heard of no agent that he has or anything like that. And knowing Sean, he'd want to keep that extra 10% for himself anyway. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, no, and I I, I yeah. totally get that. But yeah, I mean, like there are I don't know. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love. You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like there are so many deals. Like the first one that comes to mind for me, and I don't know if they would be interested in doing it or not, but they're just talking about making a huge expansion over here in, in Franklin, Wisconsin, is CarMax. You're mm-hmm. telling me this sport that runs in the wintertime on TV and CarMax doesn't seem like a natural fit together, yeah. uh, you know, working together. I did a deal with CarMax back in the day when I did the big show. I did a whole lunch thing over at CarMax. I brought food in and the whole deal and got a tour of the plant and the whole deal. And they were part of a, a, a deal here on, on the radio station here. That to me makes a lot of sense. Like these winter type brands, that would make sense. Beer's already involved. That's a huge deal, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. the, the other thing that has to <clears throat> yeah. kind of come here is to get one of these motor companies involved. That's right. the next thing, right? Chevy, Ford, Hyundai, yeah. whoever. Yeah. Well, that, they had Kia the for a little while. One. What? They had Kia, they had Kia yeah. for about a year yeah. and a half. They did. And then... I, why that deal went away? I've I heard nothing on it. So whether you know who wasn't oh. happy with it, most of the time it's you know the company that threw the money at it. But they'd have no reason to not be happy. They were getting a lot of eyes on their products. So I don't know why Kia would have would have pulled away so quickly after eighteen months. That fifteen percent 
increase in viewership is a huge leverage uh, arm for the PBA yes. when it comes to sponsorship. My whole take on all this is just it's everything. It's the quality of the uh, shows that Fox does. It's Rob and Randy going toward that comical younger crowd. It's Portland, Maine and the crazy fans in the stands bowling heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the, the production of the show. I mean, the camera angles, you have Specto. Um, it's, it's getting that younger crowd. Again, the crowds in Milwaukee. Uh, guys are traveling from Ohio to be in, in, in the crowds. And they're sellouts. And the fans are into it. And so I think it's everything. Um, and so that's the beauty of this. It just continues to grow. Yeah, You know, we talk about, and we have talked about on here, the streaming aspect of it. And that really isn't brought up in this deal. I, I would be interested to knowing as far as this is over the air TV, this is a cable TV deal. You know, are they automatically locked in to where they can't go find a streaming partner uh, to do this where you have to be on uh, what is it? To be Teletubby, whatever it is. I, I yeah. mentioned Peacock. Yeah. Right? So yeah. maybe you're locked in there because that's the Fox, you know, sister yes. to them where they're streaming, even though again, I know nobody that actually has it. Um, so maybe maybe that's where you're locked in and they won't let you go find a different streaming partner because of it. Uh, but that, I think, is is the next step now is yes. how do you grow the streaming aspect for those people that don't have over-the-air TV uh, anymore and, and are just cable. and just have apps all yep. over their phone or all over their smart TV yep. Yep. Uh, that they're doing? How do you draw those people in to watch the PBA Tour, Phil? Are you, are you talking about like qualifying and match play? No, before? I'm talking about just, the TV damn shows, just the TV finals, uh, okay. the TV finals on Sundays yeah. and stuff. I don't so the qualifying think, and all that stuff. That's that's niche. That's niche yeah. stuff. I, yeah. I I want the TV finals. If I'm 20 some years old and I don't have cable or satellite or anything, uh, but I love bowling and I'm in a men's bowling league and I watch Bel- I watch Belmonte. Again, they do a horrible. Let me clarify this: a horrible job during TV telecast promoting streaming. For yep. this sport of where you can watch it if you want to stream, they do a horrible job of advertising where to find this on str- as far as to find the streaming element, as far as yep. on social media and so forth. Like it's non-existent. You don't know it exists, and that is an area where I think you could take a gigantic step forward mm-hmm. if you just put some. And again, I know Promotion. we don't have a lot of resources, yeah. But if you put a resource or two towards, okay, let's figure out how we can grow that side of this to go along with the TV element. I think that's where you can really start to grow the audience. It's even even a larger level, Phil. Right, and whether the PBA is going to be able to market that themselves. I mean, I, everybody can watch a TV show. I wait thirty no, days to do it. I mean. Uh, once you get done waiting for that 30 days, hey, here you go. Here's here's the Fox Sports Show. Yeah, people need to be able to do that earlier and not necessarily on the PBA YouTube channel. Uh, I know Fox Sports is an app. I've watched, like sitting in the airport, I've watched a, a, a PBA show on the Fox Sports app. But like you said, it's just not promoted. You have to go searching for it. To but find Phil, it. This, do you know how hard this would be? This, this would be Rob Stone reading a liner card. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what it would be. It would be tagging the streaming app in all your social media posts for the PBA tour stream here. Boom. And with the, with the app or whatever on it, and I don't even know what the, the apps Twitter account is, but, or Facebook, but it would be that easy just to get it out there and get people knowing about it. PBA could do it on their own social media. Hey, we find out. uh, Yeah. We're on Tubi. There you go. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll see what happens after two years. I do. I do like Rob stones tweet the other day though, right after the announcement was made where Rob just said, we back. 
Yep. We back. <laughs> you know, he's happy it's back too. I don't know how yep. much involvement he's going to have other than a few majors, that type of thing. But uh, it's, yeah, that's another thing that's going to be interesting this year. What route they're going with the uh, commentary uh, when Rob's well, if it's not, not there, Rob Stone, then it's not going to be the same. Yeah. And you're going to cost yourself. I, yes. You could tell me whatever you want about Dave Ryan and some of these other guys, but they're not Rob. They're just yeah, not. Right. And to your point, Phil, that's fine. If you want to have Rob Stone on just the majors, right? Because he has a busy schedule with college basketball and soccer, soccer. and everything else. Oh, goodness, fine. Yeah. Okay, fine. Then he gets just the majors and then Dave Ryan or whoever else is going to be in that spot, you know, gets the other ones. I'm fine with that if that's what you want to do. But the broadcast is definitely not the same. It's no. just not. And that's not a knock on Randy, but the chemistry that he and Rob have are kind of unmatched at this point. It is. For me, it's um, promotion, like you were talking about, and then affordability. That's what everyone talks about for streaming is, and again, uh, Tom said is bowlers are cheap. Tom Clark said bowlers are cheap. So it's affordability. Um, I think that's going to be the thing that, and again, let's see what happens after two years, again, with this contract. After the two years, are they going to get another contract? Is at some point, are we going to have stream only down the road? But that's, see, but that's, but that's the point, though, Dwight. Bowlers are cheap. Fine. Okay. I agree with you. I'm not asking bowlers to pay more money. I'm asking yeah. bowlers, hey, look, you've got Paramount Plus, or you've got right. Max, or you've got Peacock. Okay, guess what? The PBA Tour is now available on that streaming service that you already have. have. Yeah, hey, right. right. So yeah. you already have everything else, and now you get the PBA on that app as well. Right. I do not want... Let me clarify this again. I do not want a separate app for just the PBA tour. Absolutely not. Right. I want it included into a popular app that has all these movies and Amen. TV shows, or whatever else. Put it on Netflix for all I care. I don't right. care, but put it somewhere where you already have a large base of people that may or may not be bowling fans that now have an opportunity to watch it if they want, because right. it's right there in front of them. That That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it just perks somebody's interest, like, hey, what what's this? And they see, you know. Jason Belmonte throwing a messenger across the deck, and it's like, wow, that's I've never seen that in bowling before. And they get, you know, they just get that initial peak of interest, and they and they turn it on for five minutes, and then later on they turn it on for twenty minutes, and all of a sudden they become a Jason Belmonte fan, and all of a sudden every time Jason's on, they start watching, and all right. of a sudden, oh, let's watch these other, you know, it, it's just got to be a snowball effect, and you just got to find a way to grab them for that. For if you grab somebody for five minutes nowadays, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> it no, really no. isn't because it gets snowballed from there. And that's the other thing. These bowlers, now again, I I have no idea how many interviews these bowlers do throughout the course of the year. But if I'm Tom Clark, I'm in their ear. Promote where you can find it on streaming, please. Every time you go on to do an interview, please promote Tubi or whatever it's called uh, to be, you know, hey, don't forget, you can also stream us on Tubi as well as watching us on Fox. Every time, just once in an interview, that's all it's got to be. Just hit it one time in, in every interview and try and ingrain these bowlers' minds how important it is to get kind of the streaming part of this kind of going. I would love to know if in those Fox media rights deal, if there was any conversation as far as how many people were actually streaming that thing uh, when right. when it was available, what those numbers look like versus what the over-the-air TV numbers look like or what the cable numbers look like for FS1. That would be something I'd be interested in knowing as far as were people streaming it? Yeah. Were there a lot of people streaming it? Did people find it on their own? Or that that would I, I I'd be curious to find out those numbers. I mean, looking at a lot of the PBA shows on YouTube, once they're on after a while, I mean, there's there's tens of thousands of viewers even a month after the fact that people will go on there and, and watch the TV show. Whether are those the people that don't have FS1 or, or, or maybe or that type of thing? Probably. 
Yep. And they want to see what their favorite player did, that type of thing. And it's also probably, you know, people from around the world. There's PBA fans everywhere. Exactly. I mean, the Lucky Larson's next month in Sweden. There's a whole bunch of PBA players going over there uh, to bowl on that. And you're going to see raucous crowds, not quite Bayside Bowl crowds, but it's going to be a full bowling center. And again, you're in, there in already. Bergen. Yeah. So cut a deal with YouTube TV then. Yeah. There, boom, there's your base. Yeah. Cut a deal with YouTube TV. Playing people at YouTube TV. That's where the NFL is going. So go cut a deal there and, and see if you can get a, a deal in there. But again, yeah. this all has to work with Fox. Fox may not allow it. Fox right. may be like, nope, you're we're, you're on our app and we're not yeah. going to allow you to go anywhere else. And if that's the case, you're stuck. All right, let's move on. Topic number two. It's good to be Pete Weber. PDW. Please explain, Dwight. <laughs> I'm sure Phil's probably seen the videos, but there's kind of like three big Pete Weber stories right now. And it's good to be Pete Weber. And the first one that caught my attention, I brought it up to Sparky, was that he got a contract with Muggsy Jeans. And um, if you haven't seen the commercial, it's pretty funny. Um, And so Pete does a great job in it. Pete Weber, who is not on, has not been on TV really all year. Right. Right. Couple of years, has, a, yeah. has a gene contract has yeah. a gene contract yeah. for okay. mugsy jeans troop has been on tv how many times right. belmani has been on tv how many times and pete weber finds the, t- finds the the jeans contract oh. right again so some of the funny parts of it you know you somewhere they're going to tie in who do you are i, I am right. who do you think you are i am but they have this little boy that comes up and it, everyone knows Pete doesn't like to sign autographs. And he goes up to Pete Weber and says, Mr. Weber, can I have your autograph? And, of course, Pete gives him the look of death. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go on TV. There comes an F-bomb, you know, <laughs> F-off kid, right. you know, because that's really Pete in real life. Uh-huh. And so he gives him that look and he says, sure, kid. I'm like, oh, that's not going to happen in real life. That made me laugh out loud, you know. And then, of course, they got his face like right in front of the camera saying, Who do you think you are? I am, you know. It was really a funny commercial, it was really well done. And obviously, it worked because you pretty much recited the whole commercial, pretty much. So, it obviously paid off in that aspect. But this is where, again, what we were just talking about. Come on, man. You're telling me Kyle Troop and his hair can't get a damn ad somewhere with some national company to do something well, at this point. Jason Kyle, Del Monte has his own brand of everything yeah. and can't figure out a way to get into a car deal. I, I don't know. Kyle, Kyle Troop is not Pete Weber. Kyle Troop does not have that but shock. He doesn't have that him. moment. Pete has right. that moment. If Pete right. didn't have that moment, Pete right. wouldn't have that jeans deal. Probably might not. Well, it's right. A, it's, because it's, that moment still holds it true. Right. It's still a bad boy of bowling. I mean, I see yes. Pete sign plenty of autographs after rounds of competition. If somebody asks him in the middle round, he yep. probably says, no, I can't. It's against the PBA rules assigned during competition. Find me after we're done. That type of thing. But it's still the, you know, he still has the bad boy from all the crap he did in the eighties and nineties. Oh, when he was a young, and, when and, he was younger, he was a true bad boy more yeah. so than he was by yeah, the well, end. He exactly. went on record and said he wanted to be the villain in the wrestling ring. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is great. Right. Which that's what the PBA should always want. They don't right. have that currently, but that that's why the Rash Belmonte thing was good. Because yeah. you got to pick who you were rooting for in that battle between right. these two dudes that clearly did not like each other. Yes. It wasn't fake, it wasn't put on. They didn't like each other. Yes. That's why when you talk about NASCAR or that's IndyCar, like still talk about it. Right. NASCAR or IndyCar. When two dudes generally don't like each other, that's what makes it great. Yes. He wrecks him. You know he's going to get him later, and it's going to be payback at some point. Yeah. That's what makes it great. When two NFL teams genuinely don't like each other, not this, oh, we're down the highway from them, so we're going to hate them. Okay, fine. Fans, you can hate them. But when yeah. these dudes are friends and everything else, then it's not really a rivalry. But if two right. teams genuinely don't like, like Packers, Patriots, that's not a rivalry, 
but they got into it at two joint practices. Yeah. And, and they were fighting before the damn preseason game. Now, that was not a rivalry. There was no bad blood prior to this, but it escalated during the week. Okay. Now we have two teams that generally don't like each other. Mm-hmm. Now we've got something. But a lot of times yeah. that's hard to get. Yes. And right now, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. I don't think you really have that on the PBA tour. And if you do have people that don't like each other, it's not out there enough for people to realize it because nothing has happened in front of a TV camera. Or the guys aren't making the shows. Right. There's that quite too. a few of that. Yeah, yep. there's, it, there's a bit of that going on out there. Yep. I'm not going to get into full details. But, yeah, there's enough guys where if we get a couple of older guys to make TV, you can see some fireworks. But it's got to happen on TV. Because if it doesn't happen, happen on TV, on TV right. it doesn't count. Right. Exactly. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I still think if Sean Rash makes a TV show and has to bowl against Belmo, the announcers pick up on that. You know, and mm-hmm. they're going to go there, and obviously, as they should, viewers are looking to see if there's going to be fireworks right. during well, that match. It's Sean yeah. Rash and everybody nowadays. I mean, you look back a couple of years ago at the Players Championship where he was bitching about urethane, and you know how the balls were illegal, and nobody was listening to him. That kind of thing. Nobody's admitted to Sean that hey, you were right. After right. all, the Sean's got the one that got the ball stuff. rolling on this, right? Whole thing. He's kind of yeah, and so there's players out there that don't like Sean to this moment because of that, but it's not. You know, it's not made public type of thing. And when's the last time Sean made a show? So, no. well, he's yeah. had his physical ailments that he's been dealing exactly. with, too, in yeah. fairness right. to him. Right. He, I mean, he's had, he had a couple shows this year, but as you said, they talked more about his physical ailments than anything else that was going on. Yeah. So, so the second one was Pete Weber. Uh, looked like he was at a trade show. Did you see that video, uh, Phil? Yeah. Yeah. And it shows fans coming in and redoing his who do you think you are? I am. And he actually judged it. Yeah. So people are there judging it. So good. right. And the, so the, the fans are throwing the glasses on the ground nice. and, they, and they have it down to the word because before he says, who do you think you are? I, I am. He's doing. I did it. Can right. you believe it? I did it. You know, right. he's looking up at, at the, you know, at the ceiling and the whole type of deal. And then he looks at. The, the the group of people that were distracting him during the show and then says the uh, points at him and says, who do you think you're? I am. So that was kind of cool. That was a second video I saw. And, and so, of course, you know, Pete judges this and says, this guy is clearly the winner. He got it down to the T. So that was kind of fun to watch. That's too. cool, too. Mm-hmm. So somebody Great paid him money to come yeah. in and be a part yeah. of this thing and then drew a bunch of people to come do it. That's awesome. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And then, of course, the third one, he just won a 50 tournament. Dave Lamont was interviewing him, and he was in his rare form, pretty pumped up after. I'm sure Phil saw that video pumped up. And then he he gave a lot of kudos. He kept mentioning Kelly, uh, my rep, Kelly. And I'm thinking, Kelly, who's on mm-hmm. Storm Kulik. staff? Yeah, yeah, Kelly Kulik. So he ended up bringing her in, and they interviewed her uh, for a while after the, the win. Haven't seen a female on the PBA tour in some time, y'all. Well, she was doing some ball repping on the regular tour before the pandemic. And no, then, I'm saying females bowling, oh, bowling making yeah. shows. Yeah. That right. whole thing has gone away. Like, are they even out well, there trying to qualify CBS anymore? Sports. There, I just covered a well at the regional level. There's quite a few. I just covered a regional <laughs> in Grand Rapids uh, a couple of weeks back, and uh, uh, the 
Ginger Assassin's sister, mm-hmm. uh, Alexis, uh, made Newer. the top yeah. made made match play in a regional. That's good. So yeah, so there's some there's some females bowling at the regional level, but with the limited PWBA schedule and the travel, you know, all the travel and stuff and the resources these ladies need to have for kind of limited prize funds, they're not they're kind of chasing that more than like how Liz Johnson and Kelly used to chase the PBA tour around. Plus the physicality of the game, how much it's even changed in a decade and the lane patterns to combat it and that type of thing. Uh, it's just tough for the ball speed. I don't care what gender you are. You're, if your ball speed isn't 18 miles an hour or higher and your rev rate isn't 450 or higher, you're not doing real well on the national tour. No, I mean, that yep. that doesn't matter. And there's not too many of the, of the females that have that type of speed and rev rate. So for, they concentrate yeah. their efforts on the PWBA side and, and at the regional level because they have a shot there. I would love to interview uh, Kelly Kulik. Um, for him, for Pete, that's been around forever. For him to give all those props to Kelly and have even, and he kept waving her in. Come on, come on. She didn't want to come on to the camera. So finally yeah. she does. Uh, how smart is this girl for Boeing? I mean, for her to give Pete Weber yeah. advice and then Pete uh, gives her props her. back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. She's- I mean, she's been around the game for so long and she's absorbed so much of it. I had a chance a couple of years ago at a, at a big youth event that Chuck Gardner ran down in North Carolina to have Kelly in the booth with me for a shift and just picking her brain was so much fun because she just knows so much. And, you know, every guy out there, there's, there's no qualms on the 50 tour. If somebody needs help on that storm or order staff or 900 global staff and Kelly's there, they're picking Kelly's brain. There's, that that's, a, that, that's awesome it's uh yeah it's great and there's just they know her as a bowler it's it's not male female it's she's one of the greatest bowlers of all the time she knows her stuff i'm gonna talk to her and i'm gonna listen to her yep that's good stuff he is phil yeah. brylo dwight albrecht uh, of course follow phil on twitter at bruce city bowling follow dwight at dewey 300 spare time pro shop in new berlin follow me at sparky radio check out the website 1250 amthefan.com packer brewer bucks fan all kinds of interviews up there badgers marquette all that stuff up on the website uh, during the course of the week that I do. Uh, all right, last topic here, uh, and this is where having uh, Dwight helps being a pro shop operator. Are bowling balls too complicated for the average bowler to understand nowadays? This comes from a post on Twitter from Track Bowling, and I saved it. I saved it because I'm not the smartest dude when it comes to all this bowling stuff. And I said, it says, iCore technology meets HK22, available now at your local pro shop. Hashtag track bowling, hashtag Paragon Pearl, hashtag hyperkinetic 22, hashtag HK22. There is no link to explain what any of this is. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the dude who's in the picture, not quite sure who that is, uh, holding a green bowling ball uh, in a bowling alley. Now, to me, I saved it because I don't know what HK22 is, hyperkinetic 22, and I don't know what iCore technology is either. So I had questions on both, and there is no way to get that information from this post from Track Bowling. So I went to my resident nerd, Dwight Albrecht, (laughs) our bowling nerd, who knows everything about everything, because he lives, eats, breathes, and sleeps. And he was just telling us before he came on how busy he is over at the pro shop, selling balls, drilling balls, this whole deal. So first of all, do we know what Hyperkinetic 22 is? That I do know. Okay, what is so it? So that's they came out with it last year. The first ball they put it in, Brunswick put in, was the Defender Hybrid. And it's a new additive. So when we had Carmen Salvino on our show, that was Carmen's job was to come up with additives to add to the reactive uh, formula. And so HK22, Hyperkinetic 22, 22, of course, I'm assuming stands for the year they designed right. it. Um, a lot of uh, ball manufacturers do that. 
they put the number on for the year. And it's just an additive and uh, added to the ball. And what they've seen with it is it gives them a cleaner look through the front, a little bit more angularity in the back because Brunswick has always had that history of read early and not so much on the back. So I call it, a, it's almost comparing them to storm-like in terms of their ball motion, ball reaction. The other thing their old additive did is it really absorbed oil very quick. And so when we did get a Brunswick branded ball, which is seven that they own under their umbrella, and we usually saw a lot of oil come out of them with HK22, we're not seeing as much oil come out of them. That means better longevity for the bowler when they buy a sure. ball. Biggest complaint is I spent $250 on a ball and it lost its hook in 40 to 60 games. So with HK22, they're answering uh, the complaints that they had with their old formula um, and for the cover. I-Core technology, I believe, is just the shape of the core that track uses in their balls. Now that you mentioned track, I didn't think you mentioned that before the show, but I believe that's just the shape of uh, the cores. And so track is part of Brunswick's brand of seven. Um, and so uh, I-Core meets HK22. So that means this is probably the one of the first track balls that they're using that new additive in. The Paragon Pearl, it's called. Right. Uh, and Phil, you and I were talking about how this stuff just has become way too complicated. Like most of us, you could put all this, oh, this new technology, this and that. Yeah. But the average bowler, Phil, has no earthly idea of what the heck any of this is. I, when I've been calling regionals lately, people will go and get in the chat on Facebook and go, Hey, what's this guy throwing that guy throwing? I'm like going, sorry, man. I, if it's purple or not purple, that's pretty much what I know right now. <laughs> You're because a just, yeah, I, I don't follow it. That's what I, if I have color commentators, guys that pull out there and know all the different, not, you know, you, and if you talk to guys that are on staffs with certain companies, they know everybody else's stuff on top of it too. They're, it's not just their stuff. They know, they know everybody's. You, know, you talk to a Stu Williams or Chris Barnes, they know how these other balls from other companies react compared to their stuff for, for Storm or, or Rotor Grip or 900 Global. And uh, yeah, it's it's just for me, it's, you know, the couple of years of the pandemic shutdown, I just kind of got away from following the bowling balls and I just haven't caught up. And I just defer like to guys like Dwight. It's just like, I don't know what these bowling balls do now, guys. Talk to your pro shop, you know, talk yeah. to your pro shop guy, especially because if you don't have the speed or rev rate of a PB original guy, that ball's probably not going to work for you the way it's drilled and everything else. You need to find something for your game. I mean, yeah, it's for me, I'm just kind of done with the whole bowling ball. Let's go off of that. Let's go off of that for a second. All right. So Dwight, so some dude walks in or some gal walks into the pro shop. You don't know them from Adam. have no idea who they are. They walk in. They're like, Hey, you know, I average like 175, 180, uh, bull right handed, you know, kind of throw it from the second arrow. But again, you don't know how many rev rates they have. You don't know how fast they throw. You don't know any of that stuff. And they're like, we're looking for looking for a new bowling ball. What would you suggest? How how do you, from your position, go about figuring out the best ball for that person? It's easy. Um, that's why I'm inside of a center. But if it's more of an advanced league bowler and he's looking to improve, we flip on a lane and watch him throw. And so also being a coach, I know what things I need to look at. Speed, rev rate, axis tilt, axis rotation. Then look at that wall and say, okay, based off of how you bowl, this should be the ball that you should be into. And then we try to match it up to where are you going to bowl league? Um, where's your house? And you have to know how every center in town is going to oil the lanes and match that ball up to the, to the lanes. And the problem is a lot of centers change the shot. Uh, 
uh, Alpine lanes in Muskego put in brand new lanes. So here I'm trying to get information from my customers when they come in. Okay, what panel is it? Do you know what the color of it is? And I, I'm thinking now it's the Brunswick Generation 2 Ant Pro Anvil lane they put in in Muskego. And then they go, oh, yeah, Curtis, the proprietor out there, the lanes were super flooded, so he changed the shot to this new panel. So even for the proprietors, when they get a new panel and they kind of got to experiment to get the shot back to where it score, they get scores. So it, it, it's a piece to a puzzle, but that's the beauty of being inside of a center. For shops that don't have that, or a lot of times when I'm busy and I can't get a lane on, I always tell people, look, at today's cell phones have incredibly good video. Just have someone videotape you bowling and, Perfect. Just, and, and bring in your cell phone. Right. And then I'll analyze it because the video quality is so good. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a great idea. Bring in, you know, somebody videoing you recording or recording you on your phone bowling, or whatever. Right. Bowling. And then you could show the pro shop operator because, hey, face facts. Most of these guys aren't in bowling alleys anymore. A lot of these pro shops in this area are free yep. standing on a yep. corner somewhere. Correct. I mean, Lenny Borsch, your guy who we just had on, yep, he's, he's down in Racine center. at Castle Lanes. Yep. He's in the center. You're in the yep. center. But there aren't a lot of these guys left that are still in bowling centers. So you're going to have to kind of be prepared. And how many, <laughs> how many guys or women come into the pro shop with their bowling balls? Or how many people just walk I, in I, off yeah, the street? I personally don't like to go into it blind. If I have Absolutely. to. Yeah, if I have to, then I'm, it's a judgment call. Right. Yeah. You know, it's an educated guess. But most of these people don't know what Kinetic 22 is and all well, this other stuff. I was going to get back to that. It, it's marketing, too. A lot of this is marketing. they got to keep it fresh for sales. So in 2014, <clears throat> Storm brought in Victor Marion, uh, and they did the Storm Sync seminar, and Victor went off to try big bowling. And so the it was at Olympic Lanes, and uh, there had to be 50 to 60 pro shop guys there, and everyone wanted to hear Victor talk because he's so smart. And so I was trying to follow him as much as I could, and Victor is extremely technical, um, physics-like. And so uh, after it was all over and done, I put up my hand, and I said, this is all great information, but I just got one question for you. Is the ball going to strike? And of course, Everybody the whole, started laughing. Right, the whole room started cracking up laughing. So at the end of the day, it just, sure, this is all great, all the information that you give with HK22 and all that stuff, but it's still all about what does it do as it goes down the lane? You know, the other thing that I was wondering, why don't they name the ball after the popular bowler that's throwing it? Well, they why, have in the it, past. why is it like the Kyle Troop 36? It's the right. Kyle Troop 42. It's the Kyle Troop well, whatever. Johnny Petrilli well, LT48. Right. Okay. Back in the day. But I'm saying now that you're actually getting some of this run here that you're getting, why not start getting back to that now? Where well, this is the Jason Belmonte, whatever. This is the Kyle Troop, well, whatever. Because now it's easier. Because yeah, yeah. now I watch on TV. I can remember Kyle Troop 36. Right. Better than I can remember whatever they're calling right. these bowling balls anymore. And Rob Stone laughs at the names of the bowling balls, yes. too. It's a lot easier to remember if I'm going to go buy a ball that I saw on TV. If it's named, hey, the ball that Kyle Troop shot, 36, I think it is. Oh, yep, no problem. We got it right here. And, and you're done versus trying to go back and remember what you just saw on TV, Phil. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that the stuff that has come out, like Jason Belmont, it was the trend and the trend too, and it just had his logo on it. Or EJ Tackett had a couple of balls at Motive where it's got yep. the EJX logo on it. And Sure, that works. Yeah, but it's just the logo. When they mention the ball names on TV, they don't mention no it's the Jason Belmont. Yeah, that type of thing. Uh, Dwight, does it ever get to the point where you actually have to have like 
a reference guide. Like you can't keep the difference between all these bowling balls in your head or somebody comes in with a bowling ball from two or three years ago and you go, what did this ball do when they released it? And how do I compare it to another one? Do, do you have to use references at it or are you that much of a nerd? Where at least for me, here at least for me, cause I deal the right with door. it daily. Okay. You know, I, I kind of remember even the balls from the past. The ones that get me are the overseas balls that are being sold on the internet. So some of these e-tailers sell these overseas balls for super big money. Well, then we got to look at the side of the box and see what cover was put in, what what the size of the core is. Oh, this is just their version of this ball type of deal. You know, again, our governing body has limited to what these manufacturers can do. I keep kidding with people, Phil, in the shop. When are they going to run out of names? Well, they just keep recycling them now. yeah, they come out with so many balls. When are you going to run out of a name? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he is yeah. Dwight Albright to yeah. follow him on Twitter. At Dewey 300, you can follow a Phil at Brew City Bowling, a Phil Brylow. And, of course, check out PBA 50 streaming uh, coming up this weekend with Phil Brylow at Sussex, uh, locally here in Milwaukee. Follow me at Sparky Radio. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. Toodles!